The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network. The fun begins after this message for your enrichment. I figured out what it all means. I can solve the whole thing. I can fix it all. I, I, I just have to explain to people about how men and women are different. Yeah, that uh, that sounds great, honey. But when was the last time you slept? You aren't listening to me. After suffering a psychotic breakdown triggered by the election of a powerful demagogue, Beth follows her husband Jason to a remote cabin, where the two try to make their own world in spite of the increasingly volatile political climate. While the couple are trying their best to overcome Beth's break from reality, otherworldly arbiters conspire to change their lives forever. You can't run anymore, Beth. What? You have to die under No! It's the only way out of this. Catherine! New from Birdcage Bottom Books, Woods is a horror story confronts the traumas surrounding a loved one's battles with mental illness, questions the struggle of individual engagement in the collective, and imagines the possibilities of a world that transcends beyond earthly understanding. Woods by Mike Freiheit, birdcagebottombooks.com And now, on with the show. Don't be scared now, but it looks like you just wandered straight into you mind country. That's you mind, short for unaffiliated mind games, and you ain't never gonna be the same again. Brace yourself, it's time for red hot truth injection. Oh yeah, that's right, bitch. we're rounding up the sheeple and shaking them awake. You mind, too damn bad. We're gonna set fire to the wool over your eyes. Feel the burn, baby. Hot. We're toppling the lies of the lamestream media, one by one. Woo-wee! Watch them bad boys fall. Hey, Universe A, this is Universe B, call it, and we're gonna tear you a new one. You mind? Okay, everybody. Hey, it is me, Napoleon Doom with Horrorgasm, and I am here with Zombie Joe of Zombie Joe's Underground Theater. Hi, how are you? Uh, hi, how's it going, Napoleon? It's good. It's good. I'm very excited. Uh, very excited about uh, your, I guess, theatrical troupe that you've put together. Um, so for our listeners at home, um, tell us a little bit about what Zombie Joe's Underground Theater entails. Um, well, we're very much like we're a theater company, we're a theater group, um, more of a family than anything of artists and performers and artists and uh, like-minded, um, avant-garde uh, theater people. And um, we produce, uh, under normal circumstances, we produce a lot of shows every year uh, that range from uh, uh, 
you know, horror experiences. I wouldn't really call them immersive. I think immersive kind of has a um, um, has an all-encompassing has a, has a really mixed definition. But yeah. we do experiences, and we also do uh, sit-down, full-blown, you know, forty-nine seat uh, as a forty-nine seat non-equity theater. We do we'll do some original works and Shakespeare. So our season every year, our season from January to December is comprised of very mixed uh, experimental programming. We're always trying the next new thing uh, to keep it interesting for ourselves and to keep it interesting for the audiences, our, our beloved audiences. And uh, yeah, and it's a very, right now is a very interesting, challenging time I, where, you know, the, the us as artists, if you call us artists and, and, and theater people and haunters, we're, we're, we're challenged with these, with this, challenge of of what we're surrounded with and and what we're all going through and how we're all evolving as um as as artists and as as theater people yeah it, it is a really hard time for performers and uh as you mentioned this is not just a halloween thing this kind of goes on year round uh but you do really sort of a, a spooky kind of uh creepy sort of uh, a darker take on uh theatrical performance have you always been attracted to the spooky side of life? Wow, definitely. I mean, I feel like I'm like, my life is a living nightmare. Uh, wow. Just, uh, like, like, Sorry I'm to hear that. <laughs> I mean, both a good, both a beautiful, uh, all-encompassing technicolor nightmare, and at times, uh, yeah, the demons lurking around the corner, just like the COVID, you know, it's, um, um, I feel like for me personally, my waking hours and my sleeping hours and, and the time that I spend creating and working with, with the people I love around me and stuff, it's all, it's all one. It's all one stream of consciousness. Yeah. Now, I know that you, you do uh, a bunch of different shows. Um, you um, see there's Astro Glide. Uh, there's the, the, is it Urban Hauntings or... Um... Well, yeah. urban urban death is urban is, death. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, is uh, our um. Yep. And uh, you you do uh, just a whole bunch of different kind of things. Um, now you've mentioned COVID. How has COVID? Uh, obviously, it's it's really rough for performers because your venues are limited. Um, but then, uh, how do you address rehearsals? Uh, how has it changed things? And how have you found workarounds? It's changed everything, and more than anything, it's been a real slowdown for us. Um, as every project and everything we do, you know, we have to proceed with safety, and we're we're so used to just jumping in and creating shows. We'll 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 rehearse and then mount one production, and then as soon as that show goes up, another show will go in rehearsals right behind it. So we're very much like a. Uh, like a theater factory, you know, we, we create a lot of content only because we have such a voracious, passionate, talented company, a, a family. So we're constantly creating content to express ourselves and to share with our community um, and to keep it interesting and exciting and bring you into our world, you know, for, for every show that we do, we want to bring you into our world and leave the outside world and come into our world for, you know, some shows are, are 20 minutes and some up to an hour long. Yeah. 
and it what's really you really do create uh, just a, a whole just open up the doorway to a different dimension when you go to a zombie jo joe show and uh oh, i guess you. oh yeah um <laughs> what what's really your inspiration it, uh like did, is it just all over the place or is there one thing that you just always can draw upon let me get a little insight into that yeah i mean we're um Although I'm the leader of the company and we're, there is different, um, we have a first brood of leadership and then there's different levels of involvement as an in, uh, open door revolving company. Most, most, most of us stick around for a long time and sometimes, uh, you know, if there's any life changes, um, some of us will, will disappear for a little bit, but then come back. Just kind of like the San Fernando Valley, like it said about living in the valley. Uh, no one ever gets out of the valley alive. I mean, you might move away uh, for, uh, you know, a little bit, but everyone always ends up like, ends up back in the valley. It's sort of like that with our, with our company a little bit. I mean, that's not everybody, of course, but, um, you know, everything as far as inspiration and what really moves us, that's, that's always a chameleon, uh, wherever the source, the nucleus of our inspiration is for, for me, um, as a, both a member of our group and a, and leader of the group, um, um, I'm both, you know, I'm I'm constantly tormented by, you know, by demons, challenged by God, challenged by each other. Uh, it's just one nonstop, and and we really believe also as as artists, um, we're constantly earning our seat. We never really own it. We're constantly earning it by growing, by changing. I'm in it for, and the group is in it to grow, to learn, to evolve, to get better at what we do. Hopefully every show we do is better than the one before it. Just, you know, just getting better and stronger all the time. And that's sort of, that's what we're in it for, to grow together uh, and to, and to really, you know, these shows that we do are the sands of our lives. And, um, you know, I, I, anybody involved, I would always want you to look back on the show and go, wow, that was a great experience. And that was a real stepping stone. We're very much a stepping stone company. Um, a lot of our members, a lot of our family members will, will do shows and we grow and we, we, we share our lives together as, as the years float by. Uh, this is our 20, uh, 28th year, you know, 28th season, and we've produced uh, hundreds and hundreds of, of, diff of different productions, and they're all beautiful in their own way, and they all have their own challenges, and they're very much a reflection of how we want to express ourselves, and there's nothing too taboo in our company. Uh, we express ourselves. We have no uh, agenda. We have no um, although lately we have been getting into film and streaming, which is very new to us, and that's been a whole learning experience. Um, we really see every project and every rehearsal as a learning experience and as an experiment. It's, a, it's an ongoing experiment for 28 years, really, Yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I like how you mentioned Stepping Stone. Um, can we talk a little bit about uh, one of the Stepping Stones that you, you have going on? You have a GoFundMe. Uh, currently happening? The GoFundMe just ended. Um, mm, okay. That was uh, Save the NoHo Theaters campaign yeah. uh, because all of us were forced to put everything on hold. So uh, the, no, the North Hollywood Theaters all came together to try to raise funds for rent, for, you know, for rent and mm -hmm. to help pay the bills. 
uh, while we had this slowdown. And so that was an amazing campaign, which just ended. We just, uh, Nancy uh, Bianconi just pulled it down and she's sort of the leader, the queen of our district. And she, uh, she helms uh, district.com. That's yeah. her, her and Lisa lead that and which is an amazing website. Yeah, I think, I think that a lot of people don't uh, think about the fact that it's not just actors. It, it's, you know, uh, you have stagehands, stage managers, makeup artists, lighting technicians. You have all these people who come together to make a show. And when you take those venues away, <laughs> then they're just kind of like, oh, well, what are we going to do? Because in a lot of cases, it's a very specialized skill set. And, you know, that's your livelihood. And when that just has vanished, and so it's, it's really great to hear that you are uh, taking steps to help protect those people and um, that you're, you're part of making sure that when, when this all is over with, hopefully, that uh, theater remains, that there's, there's still art and there's still that form of expression that we can come back to. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, um, safety, safety is paramount. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we've been very methodical and careful with every project that we embark on, whether it's a Zoom project from our own homes um, or streaming project or, you know, practicing safety and um, upholding the law and being part of the solution and not part of the problem. And yes. we're sort of, you know, as leaders in the community for all of us, um, it is, it's up to us to lead by example and be part of the solution. And even if that yeah, it's true. Like it's going to be probably a year of our lives where everything has changed. And when we all c come back out of this, it's never going to be, everything's going to be different. And, uh, yeah. um, and nobody really knows how that is week to week and day to day. And so it is, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of caution involved, even with our very challenging, very experimental, uh, our, our, the journey, the, the, the wave that we're all riding is, is exciting, but it's also, we've had to introduce caution and safety into uh, more than ever. It's always been there for us, but um, with all the wild stuff that we do, but more than ever, we, we, we definitely uh, want to uh, be part of the solution and not part of the problem and the spread of the problem. Yeah, yeah. Now, how do you go about uh, finding your actors, your scripts? Uh, is it just like a standard audition? Do, do you find scripts online? Just let me get some insight into that process because that let sounds me, really exciting. Let me ask you, Napoleon, are yeah. you available to do a show? Uh, absolutely, okay, yes. And do you have a script that you, uh, <laughs> that, have you written something? Yes. That you want to do? All right, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's kind of how it is for us. And, uh, you know, I'd like to, I'm not sure if I believe in magic or I'm, I'm always go back and forth about the spirits that be, but for us, there's definitely a spiritual element that brings us together. Uh, we hold regular auditions, but uh, just as often as that, we, um, our company members find us and we find each other and we're, we have referrals, we bring people in. Some of our um, audiences start from, you know, our community is, is not only us performers, artists, designers, but also we consider our, you know, our audiences are part, are part of our community. We, we try to 
find out a little bit about our community and with each person that comes through, it's very special if you're gonna take your night out to come out and trust us and come see a show. We don't wanna put up dog shit. You know, we wanna put up something good that's worth your time. A lot of, some of our audiences, especially in October for haunt season, um, our audiences are used to coming from all over the world. I'm not sure about this haunt season, but um, you know, people come from all over the world to see a, a short little show. It better be worth it. It better be worth your time, the sitter, the energy. And, you know, so we really, really try to value um, everybody's time above and beyond everything. Everybody's time is very valuable. Yeah. So uh, with your, your urban hauntings, um, now what's really interesting about this for me is there is no language barrier. This, uh, it, it's, they're short vignettes, uh, almost kind of like uh, the Tableau de Vivant French style. That's where, right. Yeah, it's just like a little slice of life, uh, but a very spooky, creepy slice of life. It's almost the, the same effect as when you go to a haunted house, you go move from room to room, and you have your hospital room, when you have your old Victorian bedroom and stuff, and, but it's on stage, and it's just happening right before your eyes. Um, that is such a, a great concept. And uh, we, how did that originate? How did you come up with that and develop that? Well, Jana Weimer and I mm -hmm. created Urban Death. Um, I keep messing up the name and I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay. Not at all. Uh, no worries. Um, we created Urban Death back in 2005. And so we perform, there's a couple different um, platforms and and, ta and uh, venues that we play. So we'll play Midsummer Scream each year um, that uh, we'll actually do little 15-minute shows for free for the public um, around the clock at Midsummer Scream. Uh, they'll, they'll provide us with our own performance venue and we'll, we'll create a venue there at the convention. We also do Urban Death Tour of Terror, which is a maze with a show and a maze. And that's sort of our uh, big, that's our big show of the year in October. In October, we see more people in the month of October uh, than all the other 11 months com combined. And uh, people get as in touch with their dark side. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> as of last October, this October, this October is going to be different, of course, but um, we, um, and then we also do a sit down urban death, which is a show it's, you sit down, uh, with everybody and it's almost like a horror museum coming to you. Um, urban death, like a lot, a lot of our shows are wordless. We don't speak, uh, very many words. And that is, so we cross, um, we, we cut through all the language barriers and the cultural barriers. Um, and so you, you could literally be a non-English speaking person, or you can speak, you know, we speak the language of the heart, just like Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, I don't know if that's the best example, but, uh, we can do, we could do urban death all over the world. Uh, and we have, and yeah. we'll, you know, we'll, um, we'll, we'll bring in, you know, a little bit of the local culture, the, lo the local lore into the style and the, and the, and the, the ebb and flow of the show. Um, and you'll, a normal urban death show, you'll get 40 to 50 pieces of terror, short vignettes, uh, little mini, they're almost like little mini plays within themselves, uh, all strung together with an original score. And a lot of it is, 
you know, we and we cross all uh, all levels of horror and terror. We try to touch on a little bit of everything um, and keep it timeless, so it could happen at any time, anywhere, kind of thing. So, so that's what's some of these things that what's have it's what it made Urban Death like our it's our it's our big show. It's sort yeah. of our big. Um, it's it's almost as big as Zombie Joe's Underground itself. You know, as a Zombie Joe Underground product. Uh, production. So it's kind of like what uh, The Sims or Cirque du Soleil does where they just do complete made-up language and they're just like, you know, it's about the emotion that this inspires in you. It's not about the words so much as, but oh, I, what are some really fun experiences, like some really memorable experiences that you've had uh, doing these shows over the years? Um, well, for us, for me, um, it's it's just being with the people I love and care about and working with people that I respect and admire. Like I see our group is like a collection of superheroes, just amazing, warm, talented artists. Uh, I'm trying not to be general about this either. Like the biggest, the most challenging thing during this period, lot, there's been a lot of staying home and a lot mm -hmm. of uh, over, you know, a lot of doing stuff over Zoom and workshopping stuff. So um, being with each other and creating, um, having a really good time and working hard. We're very much a blue collar theater company. And we, we, we build the wreck stuff up together and we, then we break it down and we, then we, we tweak it and put it back up and we're caught, you know, it's, everything is in progress and everything, everything is, uh, it's a journey, not a destination. Although the, sh the, the shows themselves are sort of a destination in a way, a stopover. Uh, but for me, it's about working with people. Our audiences um, are beautiful and just as colorful as our company itself. So um, uh, colorful and dynamic and, and just amazing, incredible people. So that for me is the part that uh, I'm really looking forward to um, you know, when it gets safer to really kind of get it going full steam ahead back in. Now you brought up the audiences and that's something I'm really curious about. Um, the, do you ever get people who just did not know what they signed on for when they come in? Uh, is the, the response generally positive? Do they come back for more? Uh, how does that go? Like, what is your... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it exactly. Um, we strive uh always to we never settle we always strive to put up the best experiences for everybody involved um it's a lot of hard work it's hard work for us and it's hard work for even our audiences and yeah uh most of the time i think when people come through they really in uh, we want we want you to be able to come in and see what we're doing and enjoy it and be able to trust us just like Shakespeare did at the, you know, at the Globe when, you know, so if, if uh, you know, the Chamberlain's men uh, were to put up, you know, uh, you know, Henry V at the Globe, uh, they, they can't obviously fight a whole battle with, with hundreds of soldiers on stage. They'll have one soldier bloodied up in costume come in and explain what happened at the battle. So it's very, it's very much partnering with the audience's imagination and with our own imaginations. And so our imaginations and our creativity are, are half the 
at least half of the experience and we want you to be able to come in and feel good and, and, and trust us to have the experience and to come into our world for a little bit. And then, and then you're welcome to go back to your world, you know, but we want to give you that experience if you're taking the time to trust us and come out and see a show with us. I think that's one of the things that I love so much about theater is, is that you're, you're not spoon fed so much of what's happening on the stage or in the surroundings is, is occurring in your mind. Uh, and these actors are just giving you the template for you to build this world uh, for yourself, for you to experience. And so every person is getting a unique experience from that. Uh, and it's, I, I think that's what makes theater so dynamic and so alive. Uh, and are there any plans for the future, either during this pandemic or uh, in the, the time to come afterwards, uh, that you can tell us about, that you can tease us with a little bit? <laughs> it's a, it's, you're super sweet, Napoleon. Really appreciate it. He's, um, yeah, we're working on a couple different projects right now. They're very special and they're very exciting. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to launch them and announce them soon, as soon as everything is safe. And um, we've been working on a few different, a few different projects that I think would be really, that are going to be really exciting for everybody. Um, and uh, they're smaller uh, scale projects than we're used to. Um, um, but they're definitely, you know, uh, they're definitely tailored for the time that we're in mm -hmm. and maybe where we're all going toward, like the direction all of us are heading uh, as everything changes. I mean, nothing will ever be the same again. So we're really trying to carefully, strategically uh, put these, pro I know this is, uh, sounds very general, but this, ac this actually is what it is for us. So yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's interesting because I've noticed a trend. Uh, I know that uh, a couple of years back, uh, the San Diego Opera uh, went bankrupt and they started bringing out their smaller productions. Uh, instead of doing the full scale Carmen with the costumes and the elaborate sets, they do the tragedy of Carmen, which is much shorter and uh, much more pared down, uh, just very bare bones and people gave it a much stronger response than they had in the past because it, it felt more inclusive. Right. Uh, do you feel like that's maybe the direction that uh, theater's going in, that pe people want that more intimate experience? It's hard to say. And it really, I feel the point, it really depends. Like, it seems like you're also talking to a lot of, staying in touch with a lot of people in the community. Uh, as we are, we're definitely, uh, in touch with everyone and doing our, our our ample research to really try to get a pulse on it. And it's very, um, I think there's multiple, there's different pulses, there's multiple pulses um, about uh, whether theater's headed toward being more intimate or being more, being more inclusive or both at the same time. Um, yeah, and you mentioned um, Carmen, you know, like I do see it kind of also as like, like uh, Proust, you know, wrote uh, Swan's Way, you know, the great book, and and yeah, like Swan and Love, you could actually read the little section Swan, the chapter Swan and Love. It's kind of one part of this big book that Proust wrote, and it's it's like a novel, novella within the novel. It's it's just you could just read that and not read the whole Swan's Way. You could just read Swan and Love, you know, mm. um, and that's like studied in, in you know in, in um, as um, 
yeah, and studied in the in the colleges and stuff. So yeah, um, but for us, it's always been small audiences. Um, even when we have sit down shows, they're uh, under you know under 40, 50 people, and then the experiences are more one on one, more personal and stuff. That you know, so uh, so for us, it's all it's always been intimate. Um, is is we've never been, um, I guess, on a large scale like. Uh, if we play a convention, we'll play to a couple hundred people at a time, or uh, we've done some large outdoor festivals as well, where we've built the stage in the middle of Lancashire and performed uh, on the street and stuff. But um, we've even played at the LACMA. We'll like for their costume balls during Halloween, we, we would haunt all three uh, levels of uh, their museum and stuff. So we do stuff like that. But but as far as intimate, it's always intimate. Uh, so maybe now it's kind of our time to kind of like really like hone in on hone in on the intimacy of it all. Uh, but with the social distancing and with the, the need to be safe and uh, that definitely is a whole it's a whole like main character in itself that needs to be respected and um, adhered to and um, you know and people everybody is extra sensitive these days we're in an age of, of sensitivity of change human rights are are, are now completely um, the most important thing um, you know how, how do the arts fill into this how do the arts uh, you know acquiesce to this age of change for human rights, for all, all of uh, humanity to, um, to be together as brothers and, si and sisters in, uh, in equality. Like how, where do the arts fit into that as well? Mm -hmm. you know, so these are all things that we've already been a part of, maybe not even thinking about it so much, um, but it just makes everybody very sensitive and uh, sensitive and, and all the emotions that go with all this change, yeah. you know, the laughter, the tears, the insecurity, the, the feeling like, like everybody has a voice now, everybody has a voice and it's, it's beautiful. And also it's a big responsibility, I think too, in the arts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you see that very much as, as a positive that, uh, you're, you're forced to change in a new direction. Um, I guess uh, for, for for me, I, I always kind of see it as uh, like the the artist is inhibited by the now that there's so much input that comes from uh, people that uh, people can put these petitions online, like remake this season because I didn't like the way it ended, and it always hmm. feels like are are, are we gonna lose the ability are you talking to about game of thrones or <laughs> i'm talking <laughs> about well, like all different things like sonic the hedgehog they, they didn't like the way sonic looks so they redid sonic and right uh, or even my little pony that people put out this petition because they didn't like one of the characters got wings and it's just like what so are you a, you're a big my, my little no. uh, my little pony fan <laughs> i have nieces <laughs> i have nieces but um it was a, it was a adult people who were doing this and it's just strange to me that um we live in a culture now where people instead of like uh welcoming that theatrical experience a lot of the time uh they and appreciating uh the creation that they're like, no, we want to have control over it. And so for, for me, I guess I have a, a different view on it than you do. Uh, how do you feel about that? Do you feel like that 
your creative voice is maybe under threat at all by by this new area of sensitivity definitely i mean yeah. we're used to doing very like so for us as a company nothing is too taboo we don't really have an agenda for us it's all entertainment mm -hmm. everything is um we're not we have no opinion as as uh, entertainers um zombie joe's underground theater group has no opinion on anything we have no opinion on any issues um kind of and it's, and it's very challenging in an age where we're all expected to have a viewpoint and an opinion right. on the side and so it, it is very challenging and um but for us as entertainers we have to be willing to not alienate anybody to include everybody everybody's beliefs uh everybody's viewpoints and stuff so it is a very challenging and what does that look like as as we grow and change and become a better a better race of people a better a better you know a, a race of um of all people and 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 the way it's always should have been you know all this time and i and and um with uh you know eliminating the injustices and all being included so where, where do the arts fit into all of that mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's really being redefined every day now. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, that's a good thing and a bad thing. There, there's definitely uh, di different aspects to it to be explored. Yeah. So if people want to explore you and your shows, Ooh. how would they get in touch with you? Um, okay, so uh, I guess the best place to start would be uh, zombiejoes.com. And then also we're in on Insta and Twitter uh, at Zombie Joes uh, at Zombie Joes and also Urban Death underscore ZJU. Um, it's easy enough to find us. Um, you can call our hotline 818-202-4120 um, to uh, check in with us on Facebook. We're uh, Zombie Joe's Underground on Facebook, and it's 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 very easy to get in touch and to find out, you know, if, if anybody's looking to see what we're doing, you, it's you could just even do a Yelp or a, a, a search and just see what see what it is what we're doing. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm excited to see what uh, the future holds for you guys and what new projects you're going to be coming out with. Yeah, me too. I'm excited. Our, and I'm looking forward to getting you involved too, Napoleon. You know, oh, very like cool. If, if you want to get involved and, and this is how it is, you know, like we're very much a community theater, probably not in the in the traditional community theater way, but we belong to the community. We're only still around and prevailing through all of this because of our amazing beloved community and our supporters and our group. I mean, there's a lot of love and a lot of support for the dark, you know, our, our wild uh, it's not all dark, but you know some of it's very bright and 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 it's all beautiful and it's all intense, um, and um, you know I and I'd, I'd say thought provoking as as opposed to like dark. It's just because something's yeah. kind of yeah. It it just forces you to sort of look inward and go. You know, if anything, if any time there's darkness and we do experiment with energy and and uh, we don't worship. Uh, you know, but we, you know, if there's any darkness, it's because we really try to dig deep into our spirits and our souls and our hearts and really emancipate the richness of our beings. And some of that is dark and some of that is brighter and stuff. So that's, that's a lot of times what you'll see on stage. It's a direct 
uh, emancipation and reflection of that energy that we yeah. really try to turn into entertainment for you. So that's, that's really at the core of going back to an earlier question. A lot of it is very hard to describe uh, being in the middle of it. Um, it a lot of times, like we have, there's over 500 urban death pieces and we're always creating new pieces. And, and um, a lot of it is uh, sometimes people uh, will ask us, hey, that piece that you did, and it, you know they'll describe it. I, I won't even know what they're talking about. Like I'll, I'll like like they'll have a totally different interpretation of what I was trying to put on stage. So that that happens a lot too. And and um, a lot of it is just um, you know we're all we're all uh, drinking the Kool Aid, so to speak, because we're all in the middle of this phantasma that's constantly growing and it's all it's all about the present moment a lot a lot of what we do because we do so much of it so it's 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 forgive me if it's like harder to describe a little bit because it's very it's this it's part of it is very elusive and very um it's it's sort of we do a dance with this with this you know one-eyed creature that we're feeding buckets of fish to you know what i mean kind of thing so mm -hmm. you know that's how it that's how i see it you know absolutely with so. people I love and care about, you know, we have, uh, you know, we have a general manager, Brandon Slezak, uh, Denise Devon is our lead director, Jana Weimers, one of the great, uh, she's my, you know, our Urban Death partner, she's one of our great members, Kevin Van Cott, uh, Christopher Reiner, composers, and we have so many um, amazing people, Leif Shabash and, uh, you know, uh, Jess Sabine and uh, Warren Hall, there's just so many, and just these people, in our group and, and and we're always bringing in new people too so if anybody out there wants to get involved we encourage you to give me a call give us a holler come and get involved come see a show when they're ha when when they're happening um or just give a call if you want to talk and talk art and talk theater and we're very uh i'm sorry for the reflections bright uh you know uh sorry <laughs> okay. about that um so how's your day going napoleon how are you doing today I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, I, I've been looking forward to this interview. So I was really excited that I, I got a chance to talk to you. Oh, my and, God. Yeah, You've got yeah, a so. great smile, too. Oh, I just thank want you. To say. I'm sure my mouth say is quite large. So. It's, it's perfect. It's beyond <laughs> yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, we're totally, we're, all, we're always available. And um, we get, you know, we're always talking with everybody. And um we really try to even with the mysterious why we you know the mysterious is the fun part of it we try to keep it fun and mysterious oh yeah um and we're always even within a show that we'll put up it's always evolving and growing we try to give the same show to everybody that will come out to that show but it's always growing sideways with strength and intensity as we learn and we're always learning and we're always growing we never seem to know much of anything really we're always open to growing and learning and that's what it's all about for us otherwise right. why why bother you know exactly i really don't know anything i know my name i know what time dinner is usually uh but you know other than that like i we try not to be presumptuous uh, about anything um and really let people express themselves and 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 we're all contributing we're all serving this the arts you know so that's Perfect. how i feel yeah. about that yeah never stagnate just ne never let it just sit there 
the rest on your laurels. I, I think that's great. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> that's what yeah, I love. Well, otherwise, why bother? You know, like, I mean, even like our real big smash sensations like Urban Death and Blood Alley and Tortured Souls and these, these um, shows that we do uh, together, our show together, that brand. I mean, these are really big, you know, wonderful hit shows. And we kind of get a grasp of what we're doing. But once we, you know, oh, okay, this is what it is. It's like, even if we're selling, even if a lot of people are coming out and still excited for what we're doing, if, uh, if it's not an experiment and we're not growing and learning and getting better and trying, at least trying stuff, what's the point of doing it? You know, sure. then we're not really artists anymore. You know, we're some, we're something else, yeah. you know, and not, and, and it's, it's not quite as boring, you know? So like, that's something about our group is, you know, we're always very, uh, no one wants to, you know, we're always trying not to be bored. We're always trying to like, like try new things and, and move forward. Yeah. I, I'm really excited to see what you move forward into. So thank you so much, Joe. And thank you for joining us today on Horrorgasm. Thank you, Napoleon. Really appreciate you. And uh, thanks, uh, Jennifer. Jennifer goes by. Uh, oh, uh, that's Nixie. Nixie, she, okay. She's probably going to be coming back in a minute here. Oh, um, nice. So good. Thank yeah. you for the opportunity. And I hope you guys get a chance to talk to everybody in the community for Horrorgasm and and really get, because you'll probably get a different viewpoint from every, you know, with what's going on and stuff and what they're doing. There's like really exciting projects for the haunt season coming up. Like I'm really excited for this very different, unique haunt season. There's probably going to be none like it ever before. It's going to be really exciting, you know. It's it's going to have a very singular place in our history. <laughs> Absolutely. So they're going to have to re rewrite the history books. Like the people complaining about kids don't have new history books. They're, they're going to have to because you can't leave this out. This is a little too intense. So. It's intense and it's very mm -hmm. scary and it's really made us, everybody, it's made me kind of look inside and see what I'm made of and, and rethink, you know, change. I've like gone through enormous changes as a person, like uh, my level of just being transparent with artists and with people and really giving myself the space and giving everybody else the space and slowing down. Um, everything was really super moving at a really quick momentous speed before all this had to slow down. So that's one good thing that's really been, it's really kind of um, forced me and, and the people, I, a lot of people, everyone in my life to really kind of just become better people, you know, and, um, you know, and all and inclusive too mm -hmm. inclusive to the people uh in my life and you know and i want to support your life and that's why i'm asking what you're doing and i, I want to know <laughs> what people are doing and i i i really care deeply for for yeah. the people around me you know it's good. so it's good that you're going that way instead of like retreating into yourself and mm -hmm. well yeah. there's those days too that are just, yeah. just like oh my god i'm a piece of shit i, I can't even you know I can't even, you know, I'll, like with the fear will become so immense. I'll just want to crawl into a ball in the mm -hmm. corner. But coupled with that is just incredible freedom and exploring and love and 
um, I really do believe that love conquers all. I believe that. And, and yeah. you know, so that's, that's been, it's been a real learning experience and a real negotiate. It's been a daily, it's been exhausting, but it's been yes. great, you know, right? Yeah, I think love conquers all is a great message to leave with our viewers too. Love but, conquers yeah. all. We love you. Mm -hmm. Those of yeah. you viewing in and even if you go on TikTok, you know, you're like, you get these messages on TikTok of, or at least what comes up in my feed, hey, you're okay. Everything is cool today. Everything is fine. Just take a deep breath. I love you. I mean, that is just unbelievable that you can find that on TikTok. Like, it's like, it's like, yes, I'm a believer. If any, if anything for that one little short TikTok, I'm like, I'm like, thank you. Like, yes, yeah. I needed to hear that. And now I can not just to be reminded as like a daft person, you know what I mean? Uh, me being the daft person, you know. By the way, do you think Daft Punk is going to be performing anytime soon? Do you think? I don't know. Um, you know, one of the the groups that we interviewed actually is is doing a cover of a Daft Punk song. Oh yeah. Um, they, yeah. Uh, Digital Lizards of Doom. They just got the the rights to be able to do a cover of that, and it's kind of crazy to me that they've been around for so long now that they're a band people are covering. Oh yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. uh, but they were, they were such innovators. Uh, I mean, with the helmets and all that kind of stuff. And you, you look at people like Dead Mouse, uh, and artists who are coming out who kind of have adopted that whole thing. And it's kind of what you're doing is like where you have the costume, you have the, uh, you know, the, the mask and the latex and the blood and stuff like that. And you are expressing through that. It's no longer about the person. It's right. no longer about like, this person it's it's about this message that's being projected out and i think that's what's pretty interesting about that. yeah you know in napoleon like i really appreciate that and i appreciate like everything you're saying about it, it really is it really does include that and and like and with the challenges that come along with that you know and and uh to express ourselves and to you know change lives like i want to do a show that's going to change people's life and make people you know, make people feel and think and, you know, and without being preachy or without, mm -hmm. like, I want, I want to hear what you have to say, you know, too. And, and, you know, as, um, you know, uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, it's, that's really, what do you do for a living in the point? Uh, I am a illustrator and a designer, basically. Uh, and I run a podcast at uh, the Creeping Wave Radio audio drama, Ooh. and then which is kind of a, a horror spoof conspiracy theory uh, send up of uh, all these different genres that kind of come together. It's kind of a horror comedy sort of thing. And then I do the You Mind, which is the podcast of the character Napoleon Doom, who is the lead character from that show, where they, they conduct interviews with real and not so real people. Wow, so that's, that's what I do. It's it's kind of fun, and yeah, uh, you're actually we're actually in an age where you can actually date a spirit or date a ghost. Yes. You know, so yeah. I'd love to see. You're like like what? I'd love to see what you do. Would you send me some links? I'd love yeah, to see yeah. Okay, very cool. It was so great talking to you, Joe. Thank you so much. This was awesome. This is amazing. Like like this was such this was like such a gift today to talk with you, Napoleon. It, it is. It's it's so much fun. So. Yeah, we're embarking on a very exciting time, and and um, and I hope I hope we all get a chance to experience as much as possible of it, you know, mm -hmm. safely, you know, with safety and love, and you know, and caution, and with caution, you know. Okay.
Yeah, I do too. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, take care, Joe. Hey, special thanks to Horrorgasm for collabing with me, and special thanks to Zombie Joe. If you're interested in what Zombie Joe does, you can go ahead and check out zombiejoes.com. That's where all the information is, and you connect with him on his social media links and what have you. If that ad at the top of the show piqued your interest, go to birdcagebottombooks.com slash product slash woods for woods. It is a fantastic comic, and you are going to love it. You've got to check it out for yourself. Special thanks to our legendary announcer, Savage C. Walnar, without whom the opening of the show would be very awkward. And a super special thanks to the guy who opens and closes the show, Ethan McSell, the composer of the Umine theme song, Demilitarized Zone. We love it. You love it. If you don't love it, you need to get your head straight, all right? You can go to patreon.com slash lucidnap for a donation to the show and to me to help uh, keep all this stuff going or go to buymeacoffee.com slash lucidnap for a small non-committal one-time donation. You can also go to my personal website lostbreadcomic.com and you can buy art and stickers and comics and yeah, did you know there's a comic that ties into You Mind and Creeping Wave Radio? What is Creeping Wave Radio you might ask? Well, I'm glad you asked because it is going to be taking over this slot for nine episodes. It is our scripted audio drama that incorporates a whole bunch of characters from the U-Mind, and uh, yeah, it also has local San Diego musicians and musicians from beyond San Diego and beyond California who I just think need to be heard. So it is a fun time for all. I work really hard on it, and that's why it's kind of taking over the slot, because I, I can't deal with people going like, what? You run another broadcast? Nah-uh. It's like, yeah, I work days editing episodes so anyway thanks for watching <laughs> or listening or whatever you're doing you should watch though because i work really hard on all the graphics and stuff anyway so uh thank you for doing that and uh yes and thank you especially to our patreons the grammarica show nikki benfield and the lovable neil who we could not do this without probably i don't want to find out so yeah The You Mind is brought to you by LucidNet Productions in cooperation with a scary old man. I'm not that scary. Don't I don't so. try to be, but I just am. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. It's Bizong, the weird and wacky fiction podcast. With me, your host, Mr. Frank. Every Monday, we're talking to everyone who's anyone writing weird and wacky fiction. So if you enjoy reading funny and strange books, or you enjoy writing funny and strange books, join us on Bazong each week to learn along with Mr. Frank. Bazong every Monday, a part of the Project Entertainment Network. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.